You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. This is Abel. Hi, I'm Rosie. And today we are talking about the true meaning of Christmas. Yes, sing a song for me, babe. Just not. No, I'm just kidding. No, that was bad. It was. That was bad. I don't know. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, so t- today we're talking about the true meaning of Christmas, and uh, I mean what it what it means to us and what it meant to us in the past, and then how we can teach it to our kids now. Because let's be honest, it's it's not like before where our kids used to be happy with uh, simple toys. Right. They want every toy, and it just so happens It becomes... It's really, really about money now. Yeah. And the, the, really the latest electronic or the latest toy. Right. And, I mean, when we grew up, uh, I know that you grew up in not the most uh, blessed conditions, and, yeah, and no. neither, or at least not financially. No. I didn't grow up. Uh, one of the best memories that I actually had growing up, it was a sad memory, but at the same time, I just, I look back now and I'm like, damn, my mom really tried. We didn't have a lot of money. It was just me and my mom in this little tiny apartment. She was barely making ends meet. And she didn't have money for Christmas, but she made something happen. So you guys somehow. would just be her and you? Or yeah. you'd go to your dad's no, no, no. or you'd go to your dad's? It was literally just me and my mom. No way. Christmas tree and everything. Yeah. And she'd and cook. So that, that's the thing. The Christmas tree is what got me. I remember one year my mom had zero money. She had no money. She probably had like 25 bucks. And that's all we had for the week. And my mom somehow went to go buy this dingy little ugly Christmas tree. I give you my word. It was probably like less than... Le- less than two feet tall it was probably up to my to well my knees now you know so it's like probably less than Eli's size you know and Eli's two years old and so she got it and she put it on a table to make it look bigger and oh. then and then this one broke my heart is my mom my mom got we had like duct tape like that brown duct tape yeah. and my mom tried to make an outline of a bigger tree around it Shut up. to make it feel huge how old were you i don't know i was like probably like maybe like six or seven and you remember this i remember this did you know and at that moment the sacrifice or do no you, that moment I didn't. what did you feel at that i moment? remember i remember telling her like why are you putting tape on the christmas tree and she got frustrated and got upset and just tore it off Aww. and but i look back now and i'm like damn like she really tried, like, we really didn't have means, you know? Okay, but did you know you didn't have means? Did you know? I always, I've always grown up like that. Like, really? knowing, like, don't ask my mom for this, this, or that. Don't, uh, don't bother her. Don't ever tell her you want this. Don't, don't just live like that. And me and my brothers all, all grew up like that. And as I got older, I had to break up. It wasn't necessarily a, a, a broke man's mentality that I had. It was like, uh, don't. Don't be ambitious. Don't overwant. Mm. Don't this you and that. You still kind of do that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I do. When I we do. pray even, you're telling God like, God, I don't want to be rich. And I'm like, God, I wouldn't mind being rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said I don't I, I, it's, I don't want to be spoiled is what I say. Like I'm like, And what I mean by that is like when I pray that, I'm like, God, I'm, I'm not going to just be spoiled and just be like over here. And now, now God, you bless my ministry. So I'm going to be riding around in Ferraris and Louis Vuitton okay. and on all that stuff. Okay. I'm like, no, I'm still going to be rolling in the Prius or, or maybe a new version of the Prius, but uh, you're not going to see. 
Maybe. get the Tesla? Sure, we'll get it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, I guess, Is that yeah. bad? I'm just saying, no, I understand. I want to I want to be blessed financially, but I genuinely have a heart to bless people and you yeah. and I have done it in every stage of our economic status. So if we if we're blessed, we give. If we're not that blessed, we still give. Yeah. Um so I I get you. Spoiled is the wrong word because when something is spoiled, it goes rotten. It yeah. goes bad. And money will not make us go bad. Right. But I do not feel bad being blessed or no, blessing my kids. No matter how blessed we are, our kids, though, are going to have jobs. No, like, definitely. Before, while they're in high school. Any type of job. I don't know. Clean the lawn. Like right now, Casey does the laundry as a job to pay her cell phone bill. Yeah. Right? Okay. Anyway, so we're talking about Christmas. And yesterday, babe, was one of the greatest days of my life. Yeah, it was a cool day. It was great. I was cooking dinner, one of your favorite meals. Yeah. I'm happy just because it didn't burn and it didn't like, go super bad. Um, someone actually said it was good, and I was genuinely surprised. But while I was cooking, you put up the Christmas tree, and Casey and, and the kids... The you guys they were putting up the ornaments and Casey's like hey let's do music let's put on music and you put on Christmas music and it didn't say one thing about Jesus and this is part of why we're talking about this it didn't say one thing about Jesus but the peace that yeah. was felt in my home yeah definitely was the most gorgeous thing ever um I I turned around and my kids are messing around Eli isn't even throwing the ball ornaments he's like just No being, he was he was helping He was taking them out of the box and handing them off Sammy was just so happy yeah. and and just Case was too yeah, Case, Case was, was being was silly too. and like not cool like she didn't have to be like the teenager careful. yeah she allowed herself to be a child yeah, and cool. and I remembered the first year we spent together 2011 Christmas um, yes, right? We yeah. got to marry in 2011. Yeah. yeah. So 2011 Christmas, Casey was upset that we were married. Mm. Um, it wasn't as... We tried. She tried. Casey has always tried. But this year, I think I felt family. I felt home. Yeah, it And cool. it was it was really beautiful. We were in Mikey's home. Our tree isn't huge. No. It isn't super chubby the way I want. I like fat, like big, big, big Christmas trees. Um, but no, it's beautiful. I just had one of the greatest moments. And... I can tell you that I had Christmas yesterday. Wow. And there was not one gift open. Nothing was exchanged other than being together. Mm. It's just this peace that was in our home. And obviously, you know, Sammy's five. So she's like, Mom, are the Christmas, are the gifts going to appear tomorrow? tomorrow? Yeah. And then, well, Casey already <clears throat> got her gift because she just asked and asked and asked and asked. Every single day I heard about these pods. What are they? AirPods? Yeah. Mom, the AirPods, mom, the AirPods, until she finally asked me, can I have Christmas early and just get them? And I said, I am really not buying you a gift. These AirPods are close to two bills. I'm really, really, I'll probably get her like a Sephora gift card yeah. and, and be done because no matter how blessed we are, I don't want to, I don't want my kids to feel that Christmas is only gifts. Mm -hmm. Is it? Yes. But do people even know why it's about gifts? Do you know why it's about gifts, Abel Flores? Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, think, worship? I think I know why it's about gifts. But go <laughs> ahead, Miss uh, Valedictorian, uh, summa cum laude of uh, Angeles Temple Bible Institute, yes, yes, the year you. 2000, what, I think what, it was, was it, 9 three? or 10? No. no. I don't no, know. It was like 2009. 2009, you're probably 2009 right. or yes, 10, yes, yeah. Yes. Um, well, when Jesus was born, the wise men each brought him a gift. He wasn't even that. He wasn't even yeah. a baby though. He was two right. years old. By the time the wise men were able to follow the star and get to Jesus, they brought him three gifts, and it was incense, uh, myrrh, and gold, and it was the best that they had at that time. Yeah. So it wasn't 
because Jesus could use the myrrh or the incense or the gold. He was a two-year-old. He was a toddler. Mm -hmm. It was three wise men that weren't even Christian because there's this whole argument of Christmas is pagan. Christmas isn't even Christian. It's a made-up thing by man. Yes, it is in the sense, but it's brought out of of a root of a tradition of a of a spiritual belief that we should celebrate the Lord. Correct. Right? So they were celebrating the king. Now these wise men, they used to like adore and worship kings. That's mm-hmm. that was their job. Right. Right? So they left their king, the Herod, which they lied to him and said, We're gonna go off somewhere. And they and but in their heart they're like, We're gonna go worship this new king. Yeah. This is the king. So they gave them they gave the king the best that they had. Mm. Now to me the beautiful part of that story is that when they got to Jesus and he was a little two year old, he was like Eli, they Mahinas. Yeah. They knelt down <clears throat> on their knees. Grown men humbling themselves to adore and worship someone that was two years old yeah that's what christmas is to me that really really is yes i i i love to see my kids make a mess and unwrap these gifts and you know whatever you know we have the christmas tree but it's really teaching them that you worship and you thank god for the day that jesus was born because of that day he would later die on a cross Mm -hmm. 33 years later and we could have our salvation yes uh, my second favorite holiday is is um, Easter. Easter, but it couldn't have happened had he not decided to come in a manger. Why are you smiling? No, I'm just, I'm just remembering Nacho Libre when he's like, <laughs> something, I've had diarrhea since Easter. So, sorry, I don't know why. I don't know why right, I'm stupid. <laughs> but anyway, no, you're absolutely right. Um, they they came and they, they worshipped this little two-year-old, and, and obviously... They knew that what was going on. They they felt it. They followed the star, and and he wasn't in a castle, he um, or a mansion, no. or anything he like that. Been. But I mean, he he came in like that as as a human being with with low standards, or I mean, I guess uh, not the best standards coming into this world, and and he ended up becoming our our savior. Well, he and, was born in a mess, right? Like really, it it must have been stinky. Yeah, it was there a manger, was so it's a barn or whatnot. There's animals it everywhere. It was cold. It wasn't a bed. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, Mary was a normal woman, so there was blood. Yeah. And I mean, only Joseph was there to deliver. Like yeah. it, it 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 was a mess, but. To a person like me who feels like I get myself in a lot of mess accidentally, or I can be a mess, or my life is a mess, it feels like, hey, Jesus isn't afraid of it. Yeah. He he can get he can be born in it. He can get close to it. My mess doesn't scare him. So a really cool thing that that you you've always done, and I I kind of just uh, learned from that, is the fact that you you make a cake. We make a cake for for yes, Jesus on his uh, quote unquote birthday, and we give him that space where the family has all gotten together and we celebrate and we sing Happy Birthday to Jesus because he he quite honestly he deserves it. Now was he born on the twenty fifth or the twenty fourth no. or whatever? We have no clue. What did he die on Easter exactly? No, we have no clue. Uh, the but it's, might or, it's right around yeah. it's right around those times. So it, it actually could be like I, I've heard as most October? as like yeah as most as like two or three months off. Yeah. But the whole point is that we take a day to celebrate. To celebrate Jesus. To celebrate the Savior. Yeah. Now, um, when it comes to that whole Santa Claus thing, we've always been really straight up with our kids. Yeah. You know? Um, I was the I mean think... mom that would tell Casey that Santa Claus didn't exist and she was like six. <laughs> just just to be quite <laughs> honest with you guys, I don't think there is one adult that believes that Santa Claus is real. 
So it's really up to you guys on how you guys want to want to play it. You know, I'm yep. not going to be the Christian police and tell you what to do or what not exactly. to do. But I will be honest with you guys and let you guys know that by the time they're like 9, 10, for sure while they, when they're, they're in high school, they're not going to believe in Santa Claus. I mean, but So the why o- waste your time on okay, that? Okay, so the only my, reason my, to my tell thing. a kid that they're Santa Claus is so that they continue to use their imagination. Yes. Yeah. That's the only thing that I think of. Mm-hmm. But I tell Casey, Sammy because Casey never ever believed in Santa Claus. I was I just told her no. I lived in in a very religious place, or I was a new believer, and I think I went straight into religion head on. And I was just like, no, there's no Santa Claus. Get over it. It's you know. Um, and I think now with Sammy, I'm learning that I want her to use her imagination. Yeah. I don't want to steal that from her. For some reason, Casey did believe in the tooth fairy, though, or she knew that there yeah, was money. She, did. Yeah. she knew that there was money. I don't know if she believed in it, but <clears throat> so what I tell Sammy now, um, it, when she asks about Santa, is you know what? Um, Jesus tells Santa. Or Jesus tells your parents yeah. what to buy. Yeah. You know? that, And, and it's it's a, a mesh, I guess, of it. But that's how we've decided to do it so that she can still have a little bit of imagination. Yet I'm not lying to, not lying to her because I refuse to lie to my kids yeah. no matter what it's about. So it's up to you. Like Abel said, you know what? I don't know what background you come from um, or or what has been told, but told to you about Christmas and it's pagan and it's not even real. And the Christmas tree is pagan now yeah. and the star on top is pagan and all this stuff. Um, I know that three wise men looked for the king and worshiped him. And that is what I want to do on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to teach my kids. We worship him. We pray before. We literally sing happy birthday to Jesus, yeah. which may seem crazy to some people, but just the way we sang Merry Christmas, I mean, happy birthday to Eli a few months ago. It's the same thing. He is that real. And that's what I want to teach my wow. kids. Yeah, exactly. He is that real that you sing to someone that is still living. You still sing happy yeah. birthday to them. And I want to engrave that in their head. Yeah. So, I mean, whether this Christmas you have the means to give your kids or your family everything they're asking for or not. I mean, you guys can still have a beautiful Christmas, you know. Yeah. One of the best things that you can do is just really just sit down and talk with your family and, and talk about what Christmas really means and how much you guys love each other and, and be thankful for the stuff that you do have and, and and then just be very, very, very vulnerable with each other and try to share a beautiful moment on that day because there will come days where, where everything is amazing and we and we have everything, you know. Every, we have a turkey on, the, on, on Christmas as well. Yeah. We have tamales and we have all the gifts that we, we could ask for and there will come years where we don't. And so it, whether that whether it's good or not as far as financially it doesn't mean that your christmas has to be bad you know it doesn't mean that it's a bad christmas it yeah. just means that it's going to be a different christmas and it's about just communicating that with your family and with your kids and letting them know that there's more than getting the latest lol doll or the latest nintendo game now or, or whatever it might be and quite honestly guys as parents we love our kids mm-hmm. the one thing that i do suggest to everybody is is don't go into debt Right. Don't don't Please. don't give one good day and then have nothing but stressful months the years exactly. to come. Exactly. Because your kids are gonna February. feel it. Feel it. Yep. Exactly. I think it, that. Thank you so much, babe. Really, really, don't do it. I mean, have a budget. 
really have a wise budget. You know, yeah. you still got to pay rent. You still got to buy groceries. The electric bill might go up if you don't use LED Christmas lights. So say, hey, babe, we got 500 bucks for Christmas gifts this year. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to buy to my whole extended family. You know, us, the Riveras, we're 40, 50 people. We do a gift exchange, dude. Yeah. Do some of us have the money? Yes. Do some of us not? Not all of us do. So we think of them and we say, hey, let's play White Elephant and, um, you know, eat good food and watch a good movie and and laugh and that has become christmas no matter how rich some riveras are or how non-rich others aren't so really really just let your child know and 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 maybe you know um let just speak really honestly with them don't tell them we don't have the money and we can't just you know really make it about worshiping jesus in the way that you see fit last year my brother juan wanted to give a hundred um, tamales yeah. to people by the riverbed, you know, homeless people. Oh yeah, people. we did. That That's is right. how we worship Jesus. And we took our kids. Yeah. We worship Jesus by, by giving to someone that doesn't have any, and it was a tamal and they loved it. Yeah. But how do you teach your kids to worship on this day is what I'd like Christmas to be about. Now, babe, I have one question right before we go to break because Sammy brought it up and I want to know what you think. What is... The naughty list. And should we have one? Mm. Babe, we have to tell our friends about those 37 million vehicles that have been recalled for having the deadly Takata airbag. 37 million. You can do some serious good by alerting your friends and family about the critical recall and earn some serious rewards for it. So I became a Karma Project ambassador at joinkarma.com and I did it for Jackie, my niece, because she has three kids under 12 who are not supposed to be in the front seat. What's really cool is that you can also earn money while you're spreading the word. They give you gift cards up to $55 and that's really cool for the holiday season. So you can join karma.com today and help get these deadly recall Takata airbags off the road. Get rewards for every friend and family member who gets an eligible vehicle fixed or simply for sharing messages about the recall on social media. Go to joinkarma.com slash Rosie. That's J-O-I-N-C-A-R-M-A dot com slash Rosie. Joinkarma.com slash Rosie. That's R-O-S-I-E. Okay, guys, we're back. All right, babe, what was your question again? Well, Sammy asked if she was on the naughty list the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, she got in trouble over something small. It was, like, minor. It was, like, she was probably talking back or something. And um, I had to scold her a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then she said, well, does that mean I don't get a Christmas present? It was, like, literally a month before Christmas. (laughs) And and I'm like, what do you mean? And she says, because that means I'm on the naughty list. Mm. So what would you have told her? When I would have told her yes until she cried. And then I would have told her no. (laughs) You're so mean. But, um, geez, I don't, you know what, I don't, I don't, I don't know, because I think as parents, we, we just kind of, like, sucker ourselves into those things. What do you mean? Like, I think that it doesn't matter what our kids do, we're still going to give them presents. Right. Exactly. Well, isn't that what God does anyway? Yeah. Yeah. So, but do you tell her there is a naughty list to scare her, or not? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't like to scare my kids into behaving well. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that feeling. I think that is the reason there is religiosity Mm. because as grown adults, we're so scared to do something wrong because then we're going to be on God's naughty list or or the church's naughty list, or we're not going to go to heaven or we're not going to be able to be ministers anymore or 
whatever it may be. We're going to be labeled as the bad Christian. So we behave well to get a prize or we hide our failures so that we can still get the prize. And I don't want to teach that to Sam. And I definitely don't want to teach our kids that that's what Christmas is about. We were, you know, we were discussing that Christmas is about worshiping Christ and we worship him whether we're good or not. I I mean, I definitely agree. Yeah, you're right. I don't think we should scare our kids into anything or anything like that. But I think that they should know. I mean, you'd think if a kid is bad, like if we have a bad kid Mm -hmm. or, or better yet, grades more than anything. Let's say that year they did terrible and they got really bad grades. I don't think that we should give them the new Nintendo or the Xbox or whatever it is that's going to be hitting that year. I don't know if we should reward them. So in a sense, there is a naughty list, but I don't think we should. I don't think we should scare them with it. But I do okay. think that there should be repercussions. Definitely, well, like God if, gives us uh, consequences when we sin. Yeah, there's cons- there's consequences if you have premarital sex or if you smoke or whatever. There is consequences if you eat too much. You're you know going to get sick or get diabetes. Like yes, there's consequences, but making Christmas itself about a naughty list or a good list, I don't think we should do, then that's what ruins Christmas. That's, I mean, because like I said, in my opinion, we worship God, whether we're good or bad. I can have the worst week. I've had the worst weeks and I could still go to church and raise my hands. And that doesn't make me a hypocrite because worshiping Jesus Christ isn't about me. It's about who he is. And he's still good. I get you. No, you're absolutely right. I think, obviously, you don't take away Christmas. You're not like, oh, you're not going to have any tamales and you're not going to get to have fun with your cousins on Christmas. But if a kid is being extra bad that season in his life or they're not getting the right grades and stuff like that, I don't know if we should necessarily reward them with or, or give them the the super expensive toy that they probably want. But they will get presents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just okay. th- I'm just saying like every kid every year has like freaking a one toy that costs like hundred and fifty to five hundred bucks, you know? Gosh. You we have not gotten our kids five hundred dollar Yes gifts. we have. You're tripping. Yes didn't we get Casey a laptop one year? It was not five hundred dollars, but Well I mean we split it with her dad, but still Oh. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I think it was, you're okay, 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 okay. But no, kids always have one expensive gift. If it's not going to be the the latest game console, it's going to be some electronic gift. The biggest dollhouse or the American doll and all that stuff. The American doll, big waste of money. It's not a waste of money. She loves it. She loves that doll. come on. We're not discussing this. Anyway, okay, so when raising your kid, there should be positive and negative reinforcement, Mm -hmm. okay? That's, That's what we learned in psychology, and it really works, and there's positive reinforcement when they get good grades, when Sammy gets a green card, we take her to Target and she gets right. like a $10 toy. And a green card means that she had a good week at school. I parents know better. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, a bad a bad moment is like, yeah, you know, we, we take the phone away or you don't get to play with your cousins or go to their house, Eckies. But Christmas... I told Sammy that for Christmas, there was no good or bad list. There was no naughty or... Or good list, because I don't want to make her think that worshiping Christ has anything to do with your behavior. Or better yet, that she has to be extra 
nice or extra good in a certain particular time of her life. Right. Like you have to be extra good at church, but once you get home, you exactly. can be really mean or bad. Or you only have to be really good during the month of your birthday and during the month of Christmas. Right, exactly. So, yes, I, I agree with that. And I also didn't want to hold it over her head. I mean, it was something very small that she had gotten in trouble for. It was going to be gone a minute later, and mm. that's what I want to teach my kids. Like, I'm going to give you discipline. I'll tell you that I'm upset at you or that I don't like what you did. But then as soon as the timeout is over, it's done. Yeah. Like, I want to move on and hopefully she'll learn the lesson and we'll move on. So I think that sometimes we ourselves ruin Christmas mm -hmm. by making it about works. And then it becomes a religious thing the rest of your life. Not only Christmas, but life. But, you know, do I deserve this if I did this? Yeah. Um, so I told her that there was no good um, nor naughty list or good list because we are neither naughty nor good. We are people that are becoming better. Yeah. You know, we're becoming more mature. We're growing. We're learning. So it, it was just something that I needed her not to do anymore and that we would grow on. But it wouldn't take away from her receiving a gift because us exchanging, exchanging gifts was a way of worshiping Christ. Yeah. And you think she's five and she's not going to learn. But guys, your kids are really smart. Yeah. Treat them as such. Talk to them in a way, obviously, words that they understand, but the the lesson is still the same, that she doesn't have to win my love mm. with good works, wow. and that she's not going to lose my love with an accident or a bad behavior. I'm still going to love her, even when I discipline her, I'm loving her. So um, at my house, at our house, there is no good or bad list, and she'll she'll know on the 25th when she opens gifts, and maybe it's not the exact one she wanted, um, I'm, well, no, I mean, like you're saying, you're this, this hypothetical, but what do we explain to them then when they don't get that gift that they wanted? That one, one, I think it should be talked about before. I, I don't think your kids should mm. be like uh, surprised and thinking this whole entire Waiting time that they're going to get like this new Xbox or this new LOL mansion or whatever. I think it should really be talked about where, where we stand this, this season, you know, yeah. especially if it's a bad season, you know what guys, uh, we just... We're not doing okay this season as far as financially wise and stuff like that. We're going to do the best that we can and we're going to have a great Christmas. Yeah. I, I think kids are very understanding if you talk to them. You know, I think kids can be very understanding and they're not going to get upset and they know that mommy and dad love them and they'll do anything, mm -hmm. you know, but I think you should be very much so talked about that way. It's not a surprise because that, that does suck. That would ruin that, it. That ruins it for you and for the kids. That ruins it for you and for the kids. And, and I think that, that it's just, it's better if everybody just knows. And the then, lesson would be better talked about mm -hmm. with it not being mixed up with jesus christ and his birthday right so i mean but when that happens it, you have to reinforce it you can't be a talk you have the day of of christmas because why they're not going to understand it because there's going to be so many emotions especially if their cousins do get the gifts that yeah. they want or they got what they wanted and stuff like that and it's going to suck yeah. you know so that's something that you guys really have to talk about christmas is not just a one-day thing yeah. You know, Christmas is a season and it's a whole month long and it's something that should be just constantly just 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 have a conversation about it just naturally. Whether if it's this one is going to be about giving back to people that are less fortunate or being thankful or, or what Jesus is in our life and how amazing he is. Oh, what Christmas, uh, what Christmas gifts we want, you yeah. know, um, and, and things like that. Christmas is just a time to talk about amazing, beautiful things. But overall, there is a there is a feeling in this season, and that feeling, those feelings, are peace and love. Yes. And that's what really needs to be spread around this season is peace and love in your family. Whether if that be making up 
with a family member, uh, two siblings making up and, and, and loving each other or, or fixing something and bringing peace and restoration back into that home. And then uh, other than that, just showing love, you know, love to one another, just loving on each other, appreciating each other. And that's, that's just something that's really important that we have to really remember in the season. But not only that, carry it everywhere else. It doesn't have to be just during Christmas where everybody's really nice and they let you take their parking spot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, we can really live like that. And, right. and I, I think that's very much so possible. All right. Well, let's put it to the test. Let's ask Sammy what Christmas is. Okay. Sammy, come here, Mom. Sam. Ben. Can you come here, please? Yeah, she's coming. You're going to tell our friends. I have a question for you. Can you talk to our friends? They're through the microphone. Okay. Um, can you let me know? what you think christmas is it's jesus's birthday and what uh, what do we do on christmas spend time with your family oh you're so smart give me five yeah yes and we, we open some gifts too huh mm-hmm. and we help other people mm-hmm. and this year we're gonna make jesus a birthday cake mm-hmm. yeah good job you huh and I'm going to open Eli's presents. You open Eli's presents? <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, guys. We'll talk about that later. This is a power of us. And just this season of Christmas, yeah, talk to your kids and spread love and peace and joy in your family. And uh, just remember that that, that, that that day is about celebrating the Savior, Jesus Christ. Who Worship him the born. way you see fit. Yeah. Worship him with or without a tree, with or without a star. With or without gifts, but worship Him. We pray you guys have an amazing Christmas. It doesn't matter what's under the tree. It just matters that there's love and that there's peace inside of your home. But we do pray that you guys can do the best that you guys can this year and every year after that. God bless you guys. Have an amazing Christmas, and we'll see you guys real soon. Merry Christmas. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, my name is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril. <música>